Good morning. Today's episode is another Mama Tried Flat Out Friday podcast takeover. The guests are Knives Made by Nick and Randy Detroit Haywood. And this was a fun one. Uh, me and Nick just, you know, we got schooled. We got learned on some things. We actually got an invite to Detroit that we will be taking Detroit up on. And it was a lot of fun. If you want to watch this episode and sit in the green room yourself, you can follow the link in the show notes. I will have that down below where you can see this episode along with all of the others I did in Milwaukee. Big thanks to Mama Tried and Flat Out Friday for, uh, you know, letting me just take over their podcast. You know, they had plans for me, and I just kind of started calling the shots. Once they got busy with, you know, all the festivities, I was like, all right, here's how we're doing it. And it was awesome, Um, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, This show is brought to you, just like all shows, by mcshoptees.com, your t-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Each month we feature a different shop, and we do a one-off t-shirt that is only available to subscribers. You can sign up at mcshoptees.com. We have monthly subscriptions, three-month, six-month, and 12-month packages as well. This month's featured shop is Speed Deluxe. This is a rad cat uh, named Adam that does this race called the the Vintage 1000, as well as work on vintage dirt bikes and Harley Davidsons. Um, super rad shirt. It's not black. It's not white. We threw a new uh, color into the mix, which is rad. Next month's featured shop, which is you know, available to almost anyone as long as you sign up before the month of April is over, is Indian Larry Motorcycles. That's right. Pretty fucking rad to feature such a prominent shop. So go sign up now. Uh, the show is also fucking awesome, isn't it? No, uh, I, mean, I mean, it is. It is. But uh, if you want to support the show but you don't want any more t-shirts, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There's a Patreon support link where you can donate five bucks a month to the show to keep this show on the road. That's right. Um and, you know, I got a $100 gift card to give away to Lowbrow Customs every single month to one of you lucky supporters. On top of that, for every $5 you donate from now until the end of the year, we'll put you in a hat where I will draw a name for a lucky someone to go on an expedition with Motorcycle Sherpa. That's right. This is the company that's taken me to Nepal multiple times. And, uh, you know, somebody's going to win a trip. We gave away a trip a couple years ago, and we got to fulfill it this last year, which was awesome. And uh, if you don't want to wait on winning a trip and you want to go this year, I'm going back to Nepal uh, November 1st through the 13th. And you can find all the details at MotorcycleSherpa.com. So go check it out now. Uh, Man, today's guests, Nick and Detroit, are two of my favorite fucking people. Uh, hardworking, very, very, very intelligent. Um, you know, you might not be able to pick up on all that on this show today, but these motherfuckers are badass, and I love them to death. So enjoy this show. Once again, thank you, Scott Warren and Jeremy Prag for president. Uh, go check out the Mama Tried Flat Out Friday podcast. They've got a bunch of other episodes that they've done uh, where I'm not in them, and they are great. So Dude, let's get into it. Is 
is Danger Dan, and you are watching the Mama Tried Flat Out Friday podcast brought to you by Harley Davidson. I've got a bunch of guests lined up for today. I do apologize for not doing it live like we said we would. Uh, it's just too bad. I took over, and I'm calling the shots. So I brought us down to the green room, and I got a bunch of great guests. Each one of these guests is going to get a bell helmet. All right, now you can you can tell us about that invitation. You want to invite us where? To Detroit. To Detroit. Open yeah, invitation. Sure. Come out. Hang Nick, out we're going. In yeah, Motor yeah. City. Uh, hang out in, uh, uh, you know, Motor City is Motown. Mm -hmm. And most people don't know the stove capital of the world. Stove capital. Stove capital. Wood burning stoves, fire stove, the whole deal. My race bike has 313 on the plate and it says Detroit. That's oh, from yeah, a yeah. wood burning stove. That's right. Yeah. You know? So if somebody tried to steal that off, it's only two in the world. It's probably 20, but I got to say two. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound cool. Yeah, right? make it sound cool. That was it given cool. to me by my great, great grandfather. And that's on your race bike, right? It's on my race yep. bike. Yeah. Are you racing again with us in, in uh, March? Yeah, listen, no, I'm pacing. The speed I go is pacing. <laughs> Y'all racing. I'll just ride. No, I'll, I'll be out there. Sweet <laughs> nice. Since we get to live this history, I mean, come on, where do you get to? Do what folks did that built the country, right? Work with their hands and did all kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we get out on them tracks and you know, wait a minute, we talking about swag. You showed up in that brown hookup <laughs> the last race. I was like, well, he's kind of too famous for me to try to steal it from him. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's only two of those in the world. <laughs> You fucked out a guy right there. <laughs> only two. Man, there's only one of these fucking seats. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's but, killing the guy. I got to Kathmandu, right? And I did this last time. You know, motorcycle Sherpa, it's like a two-week trip. Right. Starting Kathmandu, ending Kathmandu. Wow. And uh, the first time I went, me, Pat, and Gary, okay. just wandering the streets. One of us was like, hey, why don't we have some suits made? It can't be that much money. We go in there, we pick out some weird purple color. And it was awesome. But I was like. We, you know, we did not take advantage of this situation, you know. So when I went back, I found another one of those shops and I picked out this fucking, this wild print. He was like, excuse me, sir, we use that to make like women's robes. And your point is and what? I'm like, well, can you make a suit? Okay. He was like, yeah, absolutely. You know? I'm telling you, I'm looking at it going, that would be a crazy bike color scheme. Right? Yeah. That'd be sick, you know. The gold and like the orange or whatever that I just is. dial it up with some pink. Ah, uh, yeah? That's you my favorite that. color. Tell me about this pink chopper you just got, Look, dude. What so, kind of pink chopper? You know, the problem is also manifestation, right? I kept telling myself, because I didn't tell my homeboys, I'm getting me a pink bike. Pink right. is my favorite color. Good. And it was, I was wearing pink before Biggie rapped about it. You know, Biggie, <laughs> you know, my Detroit players with the pink gators. I was wearing pink before that, right? And if you could fight, you could wear pink. So I wanted a pink bike. Um, a friend of mine, Jenny Bass, had this pink bike and I sat on it and, and Daytona and people were looking, I didn't care, you know. My right, kid's right. like, he's the coolest. You know, I'm only saying that for you because they don't think I'm the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> so I go out and uh, hanging out with a cat in Sturgis, Cabana Dan, Cabana. and stand with him. And he's one, he's a serious wrencher. One of the baddest builders out there that a lot of folks don't know about. So I'm staying at his house. And I'm talking to him, you know, and I look over his shoulder, there's this pink chop. And he said, oh, that's Lee's, that's his wife Leah. I said, I don't care who it is, I, I need that, can I sit on it? So I sat on the bike, it fit like a glove. And he's been after uh, a 27 Indian Prince overhead valve setup I had. 
folks don't talk about me. And yes, I traded that for Sugar Bear, <laughs> front end, pink chopper. I don't even know how far it's oh, over. It's stretched out. And then I had, then I had, you know, traders remorse. Like, why did I trade my stuff? What is wrong with me, right? All right, all right. So I said, I'm gonna go out here and fire this thing up. No breaks. I rolled it. I said, I did the right thing, right? That's badass. Then it was proof positive about a week later, I posted the ride, then Sugar Bear called me, you know? And you know when Sugar Bear called you, I don't care who's around, you gotta be real loud. Oh, excuse me, I gotta take this call, Sugar Bear's calling me. (laughs) (laughs) You proved it on the journey here. They didn't stop me, they stopped you, right? So uh, Sugar Bear was like, the bike is called Pinkalicious. He said, how did Pinkalicious ride? I'm like, come on, sugar. You built the front end. And so, yeah, it's my pink bike. What's the, what's the power plant? Uh, shovel. Shovel. Oh, I thought about uh, yeah. putting a, a slab side, but Dan put the bike gas. And now I'm going to leave it the way it is. And, uh, yes, it's a, it's a pink shovel. You know, ain't no bike hit like a shovel. Sound like potato, potato, potato. So, yeah, I ride around. I try to act like I'm cool. <laughs> hey, you are cool. <laughs> you, you are know. cool. Uh-huh. I just wish I'd get paid for it. That's what I'm going to call my OnlyFans page. You are cool. Folks, if you're listening, I'm getting the OnlyFans. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Not yet. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Leather and bikes. <laughs> you know, won't be no new pictures. But that's not true, because if you pay more, I'll send you whatever you oh, want. Oh, man. You guys heard that, right? Look, I'm just saying. Ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, I got to give my money to Hustle's Real. Oh. <laughs> so that just made me remember that they're doing they're doing a big twin class this year at Sons of Speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's shovel. Like, I don't remember the rules now. I should probably pull that. He's trying to raise his chopper in that, Sons of yeah. Speed. Yeah. Listen, I'm not raising a chopper. After I see how uh, Danger Race, ain't too many people can race a chopper. I'll be all in Side saddle. Yeah, I'll be the rodeo (laughs) clown. I'll be on a fucking trip, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you know, you do what you do, man. Listen, and yeah, so the big twins, um, I want to say they're they're going to stop at at Pan, but I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I got to power somebody's... uh, 46 knuckle a few weeks ago out in California. We went out, uh, male race gentleman was setting up and I'm at the place now. I said, I got to stop racing this flathead and move to a big twin. Really? Wow. So, I mean, if the track is straight, I don't know if I got the skills, to, <laughs> you know, I don't know how you were when you first got to uh new Smyrna. When I came in the track, you know, they open the gate if the track's not hot and you drive into the pit. And I pitched up mm-hmm. and then come down. And I said to myself, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I, I wouldn't run any hot laps for a couple hours. I was no shook. Kidding. No kidding. And then I'm not the best at math. And with, when you race, you know, bank tracks, you need to know a little something about geometry. Mm-hmm. What corner pulls you into what? And I had fixation, sensation, couldn't stop looking at that, that wall. And I said, this is for the birds. But no, I love it. You know, we, we're, we're living history. As I say in my exhibit upstairs, we get to ride in the track for history. You know, I mean, think of how many people have been doing this and we're doing it, you know. We're doing and it. And then I'm going to tell my grandkids, they say, Pops, why do you race a chopper? There's a legend named Danger Dan. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to be your press man. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to be your press man. Did you ride the track on your bike? 
No. You didn't do that? No. Didn't we talk about doing we that? We did. We did. Why didn't we do that? Uh, we're going this time. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah, I, I was hesitant as well. Oh. Not necessarily for the banks or anything, but that bike ain't got fucking brakes on it. You know, like I just, it took me a minute to wrap my head around right. opening that thing up and not being able to shut it down, you know? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 hey, Billy, Billy Lane, this is my confession. The first year when they talked about unhooking your brakes, I'm like, nah, they trying to take me out the game. I ain't, I'm keeping my brakes on. So, <laughs> so now the problem with brakes, you know, on those bank tracks, you hit that brake the wrong way, you high side and lock up. Oh, and it is. Is that it's, the idea you know, behind? Yeah, because you really run out and you, you kill the motor and you fire it back up. And you don't do that so much with the, uh, with the flats, but with the, uh, the 61 class. Uh, they're killing the motor? Yeah, they're killing the motor. Man. They, to break it going you know, in. The- now, they may not do it because those, those folks who are coming out, they're so seasoned. I mean, when you talk about those Mike Lang and fast, Brittany Olsen and, and Jody Perry, I mean, they're getting it. And I'm like, so when you go too fast for my camera to take a picture, you know you fly, right? <laughs> so, so, but uh, yeah, that first time with no brakes, it was like, wow. But what it does, it requires you to increase your skill set. That's oh, exactly yeah, what it does. It and you know, people, somebody asked me last night, are you racing? Yeah. How does it feel to win? I win every time I get there. I win mm-hmm. new friends. I win excitement. However, I haven't won a checker flag yet. Yeah. But the only person I'm competing with is myself. I'm trying to see can I get better every time, mm-hmm. you know, every time. So no, I, I love being out there. I love it. That's what I was mm-hmm. telling somebody last. Jake, we were racing the the brakeless, the flatheads out there, yeah. and it's like it, you just find out how fast you can take that turn because yeah. you can't slow down. Like, you know, like you just, you'll find out you can turn a lot faster than right, you thought right, you could right, right, because yeah. that's going to be the only option. That's the know? only option. Well, there's another option, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's true. Yeah, it's called wall gliding, yeah. right? And uh the first time I went out with a hot track, I got too comfortable. By the time I came around the third time, I came out of turn I came from turn one to turn two low. It pushed me up to turn three. And that's when I kept looking at the wall, which, All you right, know, right. that's a that's a that's a death sentence. Look where you want to go. Yeah. Look where you want to go. So what I did, I went back to basics. I put my chin on my left shoulder, slightly opened my left palm and pushed in, mm-hmm. swung around so fast, pulled into the pits, went and changed my underwear. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> that's how I tell the grandkids, though. But I sat there and said, this ain't for me. But what you do, you just get better because you're right. You only got a couple yeah, options, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And I wouldn't change it, you know. Yeah. So, so the Sons of Speed, was that the first one you done like that with brakeless? In the brakeless class? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You know, and uh, I saw Billy at in Jersey. He said, oh, man, I've seen you around. Why don't you come race at Sons of Speed? And I was geek. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played it. Yeah, I'll do that. And I went to YouTube and was like, well, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so, I ain't doing that. So I was like, uh, I kept hesitating, hesitating, and the time ran out. And uh, Aaron called. said, Randy, we got your stuff. We don't see you here. Oh, I, I'll make it next time. <clears throat> so then I saw Billy again. Man, I missed you. You going to come out? I said, yeah. And I was like, you know, because racing on the sand, doing an eighth mile right, right. For, for a straight run mm-hmm. is something. But racing on the bank track, 
man, it's, and then I finally went out and I don't drink, I don't do no drugs, but this is my LSD. It's like, man, I'm hooked. You know? <laughs> I'm hooked. And you know the problem with drugs, you keep looking for the next high. And I'm That's like, right. man, right. you know. So I, but did I'm not the, in recovery. Did you do the one in Tennessee? Oh, yes. Is I, that one on dirt? Yeah. No, it's like okay. clay. Red it's clay. Like clay, dude. Right. I did that one, in, and if you ran your hot laps in the morning, the dew was still there. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you ran as the sun was going down, the condensation Comes was back coming up. back. And that back end was getting squirrely. Wow. And so uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and everybody keeps saying, you go slow. No, they say you need a faster bike. Bruh, it's not the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people don't understand. This is how you get hurt. You think you're riding your bike. You don't suppose to ride your bike. You ride your talent. Right. You know? Right. And I grew up in Detroit, you know, the concrete jungle. We ain't had no dirt trails, we, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And my and Duke wasn't taking us to no, you know, to race no dirt bikes. I was riding 10 speeds. Right. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> so on that red clay, I'm like, mm. power. So, yeah, no, that, uh, it, and it, it, you know, I, I always tell myself, you didn't make it out of Detroit by giving up. Mm-hmm. Know your limitations. Right. Do the thing you can do and get better at it, you know, and so, you know, yeah. I, I love it. And I, I try to show up, I, listen, you should have a class where we have to show up in the best riding suit. <laughs> I might win, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> All pink suit with pink cowboy go. boots. Damn, on the pink, pinkalicious. Well, I mean, yeah, pinkalicious. You, you yeah. said it, we'll wait till we see it. Look, Let's come on now, it, it'd be, it'd pink be my, suit, pink my chopper. yeah, my pleasure, oh, you know. I, I'm gonna put in my, Biggie, uh, I keep it in my headphones. I done got to the age now. I'm like, I can't play that out loud. They saying the wrong stuff, you know. I'm gonna move to OG status. So. Well, tell me about the the, uh, the boots you got upstairs. Uh, I started collecting. I was in the military, and my last tour of duty was uh, at Patrick Air Force Base in Cocoa my Beach. Was there? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hanscom Air Force Base, and uh, I got out. And I would visit the area, and I went to a, uh, a swap meet, and I bought this. Uh, I, I, we we think we are, we're we're collectors of everything, and I bought this vintage black dial, hand sewn from the '30s or '40s. So I started collecting Black Americana 30 years ago. What? You know, just I got 2,000 artifacts. Damn. And about five years ago, not not motorcycles, not motorcycles, just anything, just anything, anything. from antebellum. Right to today. You could call me and say, Detroit, I want to do something on antebellum. So I'll bring all my uh, artifacts uh, during the slave period. You can say, bring something on civil rights. Bring something on music. Uh, George Clinton came to town. Uh, he signed a microphone for me. Wow. Uh, I got a pair of Kanye West. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. penny loafers. We're I got going to, We're going to Detroit. Come on, yeah. Detroit yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. make sure I'm there. So if my <laughs> microphone missing, <laughs> no, y'all got it. So uh, the co- the collection is is huge. But five years ago, I started finding out about this history of these black riders that no one knew about these racers, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started researching. It's a, it's a cat out of uh, Florida, uh, David Morrell. He wrote an article called Atlanta Black Streaks. And that's what the newspaper article from the 1913 titled it. And so I'm reading this thing. He had a blog called Deadly Days Blog. Now it's Mototeek Racing. So I reached out to him. I saw him at uh, 
uh, uh, Sons of Speed okay. and lost it. I was like a fanboy, like that's the guy that wrote the article about these black racers. Wow. So we started talking and he said, man, if anybody's gonna tell this story, it could be you. So I just started researching and finding all these artifacts. And then I looked at history is continuous. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at all this unknown history about black writers. Right. So I have stuff upstairs, a newspaper article from 1913, Talking about the racers, I have a picture of uh, a rad picture of the board track. Yeah, I got a picture of uh, uh, Hal Ware. He was known as Demon Wade because board track racers were called Speed Demons. Um, (laughs) I got a picture of uh, William Johnson and a signed check. He had the first Harley dealership. And then I have pictures of myself because I he want had the first Harley dealership. Yeah, the first Harley dealership. If you watch the series that they did a few years ago called Harley and the Davisons, yeah, the last yeah. episode, Arthur Davison approaches a black guy who's racing and says, "We have no black dealership." And then William Johnson says, "Not yet." Now we don't know if that's right. true that that interchange, but because of his racing prowess and his mechanical prowess, they gave him a dealership in Summers, New York. Wow. Uh, he was a prolific hill climber. Had, I mean, he could tune his bike in ways. So I have a picture. I had someone give me uh, one of his canceled checks, so I have his autograph. Yeah, I have indeed. a brick from his building. It was, had a fire, so they did some parts. And then when I went there, the new owner, I was like, oh, man, can I have some bricks? I don't care what you want with those bricks. Oh, nothing left there with about... <laughs> Or no bricks, yeah. Hauling <laughs> bricks. Hauling bricks, right? And so I just have these different artifacts. Uh, nice. Got some Sugar Bear sign stuff. You'll see a large poster of uh, uh, Ben Hardy, who did the Captain America yep. Uncle Billy bike. Yep. Yep. And what's crazy, for 15 years we've been saying wrongly that, uh, yeah, Hardy didn't get any recognition because after Peter Fonda made the movie... Uh, as an African-American, that tends to happen in history. You don't get recognized. That's been the speech. Last year, Hardy got inducted to the Sturgis Motorcycle uh, Hall right. of Fame. Who was receiving the award was Sugar Bear. Yeah. And Sugar Bear, and you can look it up. This is out there. Sugar Bear says, I'm going to set the record straight. Hardy built a bike. Haggerty didn't build a bike. Yeah. He built a promotion bike. So he had something to do with the promotion bike. Hardy built the two bikes. But Hardy found out that the movie Easy Rider was about two guys riding across the country drugged out. And he said, I don't want any association with the movie. Get the fuck out of here. That's how Hardy's name got out of his integrity. He asked, he said, hey. And so he's inducted. Wow, uh, that's fucking wild. You could have heard uh, uh, (laughs) a mouse walking on cotton. If I wasn't on your show, if I wasn't on your show, I'd say a a mouse pissing on (laughs) cotton. So it was that quiet, and I was like, wow. And so we collect those artifacts because we want folks to know that this racing thing, this motorcycle thing, it's always been inclusive, even though the books don't don't always, the history books don't always uh, speak to that. I mean, and when you think about that story, Mm-hmm. But you know how a lot of people found out about Ben Hardy? It was Jesse James. Jesse James yeah. was giving an interview, and he said, most people don't know Hardy built 
the two bikes for Captain America. I still got people who get upset when I say, oh, a black guy built those bikes. Oh, that ain't true. And they walk away. I'm like, really? yeah, man, it's, you know, the game ain't always been fair. But as I tell my kids, life's not fair. Make it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So my job is to share our history. Because if we're into these two wheels, it's our history, right? And yeah. so uh, we've been trying to promote it. Folks are uh, in Milwaukee. Come on over to Mama Tribe and check it out. So we have, and then I have a static uh, board track, and I take that to the school so the kids can sit on it. I think that's oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They get to sit on it. But here's what's crazy. So I showed the bike last week. Didn't have a rear tire. And I called my buddy, uh, Bruce Lindsay, who was like the most prolific builder of pre-1915 bikes. He actually has the oldest Harley in the world. It's a 1905. It has the tires without the carbon in them. And so he says to me, yeah, I have some tires you can use for the, your display. So I race over there Tuesday. And they, these white tires, because yeah, I need a magic tire. He said, yeah, when I pick these up, from the uh, Steve McQueen estate. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what? I'm not Listen, I'm famous, but I ain't Nick famous. They stopped you. you I still owe $60. Mm-hmm, yeah. so, so we just try to... Um, Nobody from Steve McQueen's group is calling me. Yeah, no, so, yeah. they might want them back when they hear it. So we really just try to promote this history. And what I yeah. do, people, I've had people say, man, why do you call yourself a black builder? a black promoter, a black racer. And this is what I tell them. If I got a 15-year-old having to choose between gangster rap telling them he got to kill some folks and this is how we live and ch- or choose me as an image, hey, I'm letting them know, folks, there's folks that look just like you that's mm-hmm. doing it another way. Yeah, you know? And so even with my show, the Detroit Antique Motorcycle Show, the damn show. Our mission is we're going to change the world one motorcycle show at a time. You know, I mean, outside of the motorcycle community, it's hard when you're hearing folks say, I love you, I love you, I love you, right? Uh, Now, I tell people I've gotten further in life by being kind. I don't come to Detroit at the bus stop going, hi, good morning, you know, (laughs) you're getting stumped. However, (laughs) we're going to have to go over some things when we show up. If you with me, you you good. But when you get to Detroit, you're going to be mad. Sounds like Mexico. Right. No, when you get to Detroit, you're going to be mad. You're going to be like, man, it's changing. Detroit is changing every 30 days. Yeah. It is. It's a foodie place now. Great food and all this. And so, but we're going to ride through the hood. Okay. You know, y'all make me look good, especially if y'all geared up right. Well, you know, one thing that introduced me to the the black history of motorcycles was a book called the, I think it's the the American Chopper, the history of the American Chopper. Are you familiar with this one? Yeah, absolutely. What's that author's name? Uh, Not familiar with the author. The other book I'm familiar with, uh, Soul on Bikes. uh, (laughs) I I read that one. That's a good bike. But the American Chopper, yes. Because he has that section in there where he was talking about a lot of the things we're getting done by the black community in California. But one thing that kind of like... Great history. A lot of people don't know. That chopper scene was huge in the black community. And he said there's more to it, but I don't feel like I'm the one to tell it. And I was like, you know... Like, you know, somebody's got to tell it. You know, if you've got it, put it out there, man. Like, I was kind of... I was bummed that he just stopped there. I'm like, surely... I mean, you're not going to take offense just because he's not black and he's telling the history. Here's the problem. Especially now that we live in this cancel culture. And yes, I despise the cancel culture. And that's because I'm a Christian. 
So you leave me no room for redemption? You leave me no room to make mistakes? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, you're going to find a picture for me from 20 years ago and cancel me today, right? I got a friend just getting hammered because of something from 20 years ago. Man, I was with some cats. And I had this crazy crash. I'll tell you off air. I came up with this crazy title, right? But I said, I can't send it to the person because if someone sees it through a message, then he gets, it's crazy, right? But here's what I told somebody this morning. I said, this is great history. And people will say, Detroit, you're the person to tell it. And this is what I say. But after I tell you, you're the person to tell it. Yeah, you got to carry it. All the people I talked to today, tomorrow, I want you to take this information and, and tell it. Yeah, First yeah, of yeah, all, yeah, look, yeah. You're, we're on this uh, trajectory of history. The, the crazy thing about history is not linear. It's not straight. It spins off and it's all this right. unknown history. So anybody who walks into that booth today just became part of black history, mm-hmm. right? Period. So go right. tell the story. Right. You may not even get it right. But tell it what based on what you know. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the responsibility of the listener also to research. Mm-hmm. Now we try to do as much research as we can, but anybody can tell a story. However, because we're in this current time that people are waiting for you to make a mistake in something oh, yeah. you say, it's crazy. Yeah. Some of the articles I can't take to school because some of the language is so offensive. And I serve right, from right, preschool right. to ninety years of age. Some of the articles up there. Uh, if you take a picture of it, you'll see some of the articles is heavy, right? Uh, but that was the time. Right. Yeah. That was the time. And people go, man, that's crazy. I got a partner, man. He's about 80. I went to his house about 15 years ago. Walk in the garage. A gigantic Confederate flag on his wall. Right. He looked at the flag. Then he looked at me. <laughs> he looked at the flag. <laughs> then he looked at me. He was like, I apologize. I said, for what? He said, this flag. I said, man, that's your garage. <laughs> he said, you okay with it? I said, no, but it's your garage. He said, so we started having this history on on the flag and so forth. And uh, we started having this history on the flag. And I said, man, as a historian, this is my time where I can educate. Yeah. And he said, you think I should have it in a garage? I said, man, you're the only person that paid the mortgage here. Right. He right. said, so I don't understand why you're not offended and other people offended because it's on the building. I said, oh, no, I'm a veteran. It shouldn't be on no building. Right. He said, what? I said, no, I'm not as a black guy. I don't think it should be on the building as a black guy, but as a veteran. And this is a test I gave him. I said, give me one country in the world where the losing side gets to fly their flag. Mm-hmm. He said, dang. No kidding. Never thought of it like no, that, right? No. And that's just government buildings. The reason why I'm even sharing that, because it's a part of history, yeah. right? How we talk about it. But we're at a place now that folks don't even want to talk about stuff. Just like you said, the guy stopped. No, share the history. It's yeah. so much. What was great, I went. I lived in Korea for a year. You know, and I, I read a lot of material, uh, a, lot of, a lot of black history. And what's crazy is... <laughs> I was like, yeah, this country, this country. And yeah, all the isms exist, right? right? When I went to Korea, when I came back, I got off the plane and kissed the ground. I said, I, this is the only <laughs> home I know, baby. So I got to make it work for me. And so, uh, and I tell people, even with the exhibit, black history is American history. That's if right. you're in the motorcycles, 
you should really try to learn all the history. But you said something important. A lot of folks don't know that chopper scene grew out of Watts and California. You know. Well, you know, creativity comes from like just like not having access to things and just making shit work, you know. And though they, you know, they're just being creative, you know. Man, that's that's brilliant, uh, Danger. One of the kids said to me, Mister Hayward. Why is there so many black inventors around the end of slavery? And I said, necessity. Necessity. Uh -huh. If I'm going to have to do this job, I need to invent the best thing. So I'm going to do an iron. I'm going to do an ironing board and so forth. It's the same with us riding. And we get out there and, like you said, with the chopper. Okay, if they don't have any brakes, I better learn how the engine brake at the right time and so forth. Get the gearing right, you know? And that's the creativity, it man. It's, you know, and I tell people, uh, if we're on this planet, we should be trying to learn. And I always say, it's only three charges we got. Inspire, serve, and love. Everything else will work itself out. Everything. And the OnlyFans page, because I need money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Heck yeah. Look, man, I don't awesome, know what y'all doing. Heck yeah. Dude. Look, I dude. can't wait to come to Detroit. Man, we're not done yeah. yet. <laughs> look, look, y'all come to Detroit. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I I had someone come to Detroit last year for the show, and he said, hey, I'm driving, I'm driving 36 Chief. Give me a good hotel where I can park it where it won't be gone. I said, bruh, I don't care where you go. Don't park no 36G. <laughs> so come stay at my house. Right. He's like, what? I said, that's what we do. Oh. We came to the house and we run around. He said, I I'm so embarrassed. I said, why? He said, I thought you were promoting the show. I didn't know it was your own show. And for you to stop and let me come stay at the house. I said, man, I, I just don't throw love out there lightly. Right. As I've heard it and said and seen it written before. People can hate for no reason. Well, then okay, let's 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 flip it around. Let's love for yep, no yep. reason. Yep. They just go to loving people, you know. And the energy I mean, that you sounds put like out you're throwing you it around, not not yeah. throwing it around. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, our mic drop and cut. <laughs> no, I I I love this uh, life we live. It's, no. it's not our hobby. It's our passion. It's our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I went to the forum last night. Check y'all racing, right? And the metal detector kept going off. Oh, yeah. So they say, you got steel in your boots? Yeah. So I, they say, you got to take your boots off. No problem. So I took my boots off. People were looking. I had mixed max socks. <laughs> I said, I'm a scooter bar. Hey, I'm we're looking at I'm your not, socks. Oh, no, bro. My man was like, bro. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you a scooter bum, you're not thinking about your socks matching. worried about it. You got you know, socks. You I mean, got socks. You know, so they didn't have me stripped down. That would be a different story. But it's just, it's what we do. People always say, you show up in that minivan. Bruh, it, it, that's how I roll. That's crazy because they weren't doing metal detectors last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all must be royalty because y'all got in. I was like, you there. So, uh, They're pulling knives off Nick yeah, all day yeah, long. Yeah. For real? <laughs> so look, you know I just found out my chain on my wallet. You can't take in the most places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It says a weapon. I said, bro, my hands are a weapon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I took the chain last night. I turned my back and slipped the chain <laughs> inside of the wallet. You know? uh, nice. And then when I was in Sturgis, uh, 
It was some concert, and I was riding in, and they stopped me. Can't ride in with your knife. Bro, do you know how many knives are in here? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You know, but I get it. But if you're riding a bike and you don't have a knife, and you know why? Because if you have to tie anything up with a zip tie, try to cut that with your teeth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are all tools for us. They're tools. Yeah, officer. Nick makes them really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen. I, I, was like, I was like, how the hell? Did the conversation turn to knives all of a sudden? See, yeah, like, literally, it's, like, what? it's organic. Look, so uh, I'll be your security. Just bring me a couple of knives. To, listen, I got to give you me a... You put Jake out of work, man? Oh, no, sorry. Listen, I need to come do a master class and learn mm-hmm. to make yeah. knives, you know? Heck Call yeah. them knives from the hood. Now, watch somebody have that next week. No, nah, you, you. Knives from the hood. Nah, Shanks you, from you. the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, last Sons of Speed, my carburetor wouldn't stop leaking. Right. So I took a screwdriver, put a cloth around it. I would, after the race, I would shove it under the car. And then when I'm getting ready to race, I would pull that cloth off, race, and then put a new cloth. So we started calling it the Shank. <laughs> I'm the only black guy out there. Right? <laughs> so I come in a pit. Who got the shank? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> oh, man. Look, you get two choices. So you got just dripping gas just on dripping the whole gas. fucking track right next to the spark plug? Yeah, science. As long yeah. as I'm going fast, the gas is moving backwards. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was bad. That's his theory on deer. Have you heard that? No. Where he says he just go fast enough they can't get in front of you. Yeah. You just got to stay in front of them. <laughs> But that was, that's easy to do when your light doesn't work very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, right. Note, note to self, put you in front. <laughs> On my new bike, the lights work so well, I see all the fucking deer, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know? Listen, you know you're a legend status. What you what you did with that Pan American running down to South America, bro? It was wild, huh? We're sitting there going, we think. You know, what's that little clip on Instagram, you think you're the baddest guy to this no, guy show up? In the parking lot, yeah. Man, what you did, that's really. Well, I found out a minute heavy. ago, I was talking to Brad, and they 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 had this planned out from the get-go. They had my picture up down there at the design world. They're like, we're designing a bike for this guy <laughs> to ride to South America. We're not you even going to tell you him. You were the example. We're not right. even going to yeah. tell him, but we're designing and he was like, we nailed it, you know? Like, Look, you, you, you that, took the bait, we hooked you, you fucking took off. Well, let me be your press guy. We're going we to argue. Get some you paper. guys fucking boobswoggle. I mean, but when you got down there and we're looking at the stuff, and my wife gave me this glazy look. I'm like, Look, this my man. He riding across this river. He's doing this. And when Brian was out there shooting and y'all riding, he's taking pictures off the cliff. I'm like, bro, nah. I'm Detroit tough. I ain't danger tough. You know? oh, come on. I'm going to make you that way. You're coming to Texas? That's right. You're going to ride the Pan America with well, us? Come on now. I'm riding. Dude, we're going to go camping. We're going to go to the desert. Hey. For we're going to go through Mexico. Jody was like, we have got to go through. We're going to be Holy that to I Mexico. forgot all about that. Yeah. I'm like, God dang. Oh, you, know, you don't have to twist my arm yeah. like that. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going. You like tacos? I like tacos. Camping. I'm going to do it, but there's a movie called Get Out. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to study it. If you haven't seen Get Out, I want you to watch hey, it. That yeah, guy's yeah. good. You're going to call that, and start no, that laughing movie's at me. That fucking wild, dude. <laughs> that guy, was this, one of the Wayne's brothers or something? Oh, it was, uh, right, right, it was uh, uh, Key and Peele. Uh, Key and Peele. Oh, Peele. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peele. And, but you know what the movie is? It is a modern adaptation 
uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. I don't know That's that what movie. it is. It's from yeah, the 50s. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. one recently, and what they did, they would... Uh, these recently zombies in the 70s. Were, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched a copy on, right, right, on right, Turner right, Broadcasting. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so they would uh, invade somebody's body. And so that's what that movie was about, but it had a race tinge to it. You yeah. Know? It, it was yeah. deep. So it was I, real It was real good. Was, too. Like, yeah. You know, I didn't. I just didn't see that coming. I mean, I know him from comedy, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was like yeah. a really, it had a great message. It yeah. was like a... Not even a message. It was more just like a play on everything. No, that's you going hit on. it. Colleges are using that movie in courses. No. Really, they're using Get Out to look at all these different layers mm-hmm. of that that intertwine how we operate in society. Well, it's, wow. it's like it's just it shows how much the energy through travels through different passages. Oh, yeah. You know, like different different avenues where that energy that you, when you put it out there it, it keeps going listen you know? don't don't get me started talking, we talking about manifestation about and energy. <laughs> you know what's the thing Not they really. split the particle and they call it they now call it the god particle so they split this particle right. when it's separated no matter how far apart 10 feet 10,000 miles if this one does this one this yep, one yep, does yep. the exact same thing right what the yep. fuck? it's the same with energy that's how manifestation works, you know. Mm-hmm. You you put out there, and people. That's why people say, "No, I'm not gonna get this." I say, "You're not." Oh uh, man, right, I thought right. you encouraged me. No, bro, I, your energy is your energy. As a matter of fact, I need to leave the space, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> even this motorcycle world, man. Think about the stuff we do at the pit when we break. The person you're competing against. Comes over with that engine. See here, do this. He fucking redoes your shank for you. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> you can put it on the bike. Long as you don't put it in my back, I'm good. <laughs> well, I want to end this with you saying the three charges again. Yeah. What are we charged with? We're simply charged as we fly around this rock, this spaceship called Earth, and this ball of gas called the sun. As humans, we only have three charges. To serve, we should serve each other in some man in some manner no matter what your job is, to inspire is one of the best gifts you can do. You never know who you're encountering and you might lift them up. Mm -hmm. Then the last thing is love. Do it through love, right? Serve, inspire, and love. Serve, inspire, and love. That's That's beautiful. That's it. Detroit. Hey, appreciate it, man. (laughs) Nice made by Nick. That's right. Thank you for everything, for being my fixer this weekend. I love you guys. I love love you, man. I I really appreciate it. You you both inspire me as well. (laughs) Thank you. And you, you're serving a great purpose right now, man. We're entertaining nobody at this point yeah. except for these two guys. But <laughs> well, hopefully, well, you, well, you, well, you viewers at home will get this to some point. Look, oh, we try to entertain, and if not, mm-hmm. OnlyFans, leather and motorcycles. <laughs> Cut. Listen.